Yo, this is Joe. And this is your boy, Eli. And on this episode, we'll be reviewing WWE Survivor Series. So you want to go ahead and get into Survivor Series 2020? Yeah, <laughs> let's get straight into it. Okay. Um, the men's match, the four and four men's match. Yeah. AJ Sheamus, Braun, Keith Lee, and Riddle versus Seth. Kevin Owens, Otis, Jay Uso, and Corbin. Uh, what were your thoughts? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it starting off the show. I'm used to the traditional Survivor Series men's match ending right. the show. Right. And even like... I get it because, like, The Undertaker was retiring and they wanted to do that. And then they had the women's match before that, which I don't I don't even mind, like, the women's match closing the show. But the pay-per-view to me is called Survivor Series. <laughs> and, like, I need a Survivor <laughs> Series match to end the show. That's just kind of, like, I'm just like that with that kind of stuff. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like having a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view and it ends with, like, a no-sell match. Like, they're right. just, like, fighting in the ring. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it just that doesn't make sense to me. Um, I did like AJ and Jay Uso starting off the match. I thought yeah. that was pretty good because just because like they're both like as far as the teams, they have like the most like talking points within shows, and Jay's like storyline is really big right now, so it's important for him to start off. And then I feel like they're really doing something with AJ. I can see something next with him just with that bodyguard. It seems like there's like future plans for him. I don't know if it's like him eventually going against Drew McIntyre or what, but yeah. All right. I can see something for him. Yeah. Now that you say that, let me absolutely rip this match apart. So um, <laughs> I absolutely hate – yeah, I didn't like how they started it, but what, what made me upset yeah. is the fact that they missed an opportunity put, to put Big E in this match. Um, yeah. They put Seth Rollins. They put Seth Rollins in the match. And then and all only for get him to get, go on his knees and get knee to the face for the greater good, <laughs> which we don't find out about. This is for the greater yeah. good. It's like, for the greater God. <laughs> And then did you hear JJ was like, What you doing? What you doing, Oops? What you doing, Oops? What you going on? Yeah, that that absolutely pissed me off because I just I saw it as like missed opportunity. This could have been Big E's moment of deep push as like all right, we're going we're putting Big E against AJ and Seamus and Braun and Keith Lee, and they just said, No, let's put Seth in there and then have him get eliminated in like five seconds, you know. That made no sense at all. Yeah, did not at all. And then I remember your post about like you saying this could be SmackDown's year, bro? They they did SmackDown <laughs> so dirty, like super dirty, like super dirty. The only thing I really liked about this match is the fact that they gave Keith Lee a new song. Um, oh and, yeah, with the rapping. Yeah, with the is that him rapping on there? That is, like that, him is him. that is him. Okay, it's not like his voice. Yeah, and like clearly they made you know KO look like the, the locker room leader for SmackDown. He was the strongest. He was the strongest mm-hmm. definitely other than uh, Seth. But like watching them go down like. Okay, five and five, five and four, five and three, five and two. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. why are they burying SmackDown like this? Like, yeah, <laughs> it didn't make sense. Like they're they're on Fox. Yeah, 
and you would think that they would give them the advantage at least this year, but they definitely none of that, none of that happened. <laughs> it's like up. Raw's not even Raw's not even the better show. So it's like, yeah. is it like they know that Raw is trash? So they got to put it. So over. they had them, they had them win, so they could put it over in somewhere. This reminded me it, of the good old days where, like, it was like, well, not good old days, but those old days where, like, Raw would absolutely blow them out. Like, it wasn't even close. Like, I don't know if it's just um, SmackDown or what, but they got. It's got to be that. Is that be a thing where like maybe Raw's just his first love and he's like Raw's got to win every time, every single time, even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't make sense <laughs> it makes at all, no sense at all, makes zero sense. Yeah. But I, I thought Otis was very entertaining in the match. It was Always. nice seeing him. He was, he did a lot, yeah. like a lot of, he had a lot of cool spots and the moment with him and Keith Lee was pretty dope. And like when I saw that, I was like, I would not be mad at a Keith Lee versus Otis rivalry. I wouldn't either. Like I feel like, because it's like you know like. Keith Lee's got that intellect, and then Otis is just kind of like chicken fried chicken. Like, I just feel like that would be like a it'd be an interesting like like mix of the two. Yeah. But his face versus his face, so you know they won't do it. But you know, yeah, they'll never do it. Yeah. Shout out to AEW, yeah. Yeah. AEW will do it. But yeah, but I was watching the same too. I was like, I was looking at it like, oh, they're making Otis a star, and then he gets power slam. I was like, okay, no, this is definitely yeah, guess what? Right. Uh, I do like Keith Lee. Uh, kind of eliminating Jay at the end and closing out the match just to kind of yeah. like follow from last year how he was dominant right. and he was still dominant and I wonder if like Survivor Series is just going to be like his like his show you know what I mean okay. like from like every year Survivor Series is always like oh Keith Lee he's been great in the past and then it's just him always you know being very good and performing good in that traditional Survivor yeah. Series match it'll be interesting to see if they do that with him if so, it'll be kind of cool yeah, yeah. But, and I like this fight where like he caught him on his shoulders <laughs> and then he slammed him. I thought that was hard. Was yeah, go ahead. Oh, and, well, from there, we're just going to go on to the, the New Day versus Street Profits thing. Um, just uh, just getting back to kind of being disappointed. Like, they basically <laughs> used Big E for a Gears of War promo and we did not put him in this picture. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's all. I mean, I, the interest is just dope. I like how they had the outfits but Same. even just watching that interest in the match i was like why did they not put him in the men's the, the men's match it just didn't make any sense mm-hmm. um but yeah it just felt like a, a big gear spot for mo um but um yeah. yeah and i think he oh wait wait one more thing you had the you had the new day did their little thing they came out and then the street profits again hosting for like the undertaker and like hosting survivor series <laughs> Why are they yeah. always hosts? I mean, it was dope. But why are they know. always it hosts was. for the show? I liked it. Like, they they were hosting, and then I feel like they tied in their current match into it yeah. as well. So I didn't mind that. They may I do what they're that, given, like, you know? Like, don't make them their permanent role, though. Like, you know. I'm just scared because I'm hoping that once Montez Ford, like, him and Angelo break up eventually, yeah. and Montez is, like, a singles wrestler, are they going to have him be a manager-type role? Yeah, right. Or, like, is he going to be the host of, like, SmackDown or Raw? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just, it worries me a little bit. But at the same time, I think it's dope. And I thought, like, when I watched their speech, I was like, man, like, I'm pumped for this match. Like, they were, like, really lit. And it was just nice to see Angela Dawkins. He had so much energy in the match, too. Like, and I feel like usually he's kind of, like, laid back and kind of chill. But he was, like, really, really, like, excited for the match. And it got me more into it. You could tell, like, with the wrestlers, they kind of had, like, these subtle smiles. Like, they were excited for it, too. And. That really got me invested into it. Yeah, and I and, and during this match, I noted I saw a lot of new moves from the Street Profits I had not seen before. I think yeah. Dawkins had that double underhook. It was like a sidewinder, almost like um, yeah, older suspension, like a, but it's like with a double underhook suplex. It was it was really dope. I was like, oh, that could yeah, be I think they called move. it a 
it was a modified neck breaker or something yeah, like that yeah. that they said it was. That's, that was hard. It was super hard. Right. And then, that could be his finisher. It could be like to me that looked like a finisher type move. I was like, oh, I don't know how they're gonna follow up with this. But then they did the right. they did the running slice bread with you know, um, Dawkins basically. Montez like, doing the flip. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. Um, I've, again, New Day and Street Profits have never had like individually. Like, they've never had a bad match. You know. So, Mm-mm. but they definitely brought that innovation, and I love the fact that they went over uh, on the New Day because it's like. You know, New Day is dope, but you need new stars, and you can't just you can't just you know have them get to to fight the New Day, and then they don't get pushed forward because then it's like you know, it winning just opens up more doors for them. It just seems like they they have more uh, possibilities after that. Yeah, I, I definitely felt like they deserved the win a lot more because the New Day has already been established, and it looks like we're seeing the end of the New Day. I don't I don't even it know. Sounded like, like it. If it is the end, but it kind of feels like it's going to be the end of the New Day soon, where, like, maybe Kofi and Xavier go their own ways. So I feel like if they put them all back together, it's just going to be the same stuff for the next five years, and, like, none of them are going to really grow. Right. You know what I mean? And it might be uncomfortable for them, but I feel like they could benefit from being apart for a little bit, and then maybe coming back together eventually. But yeah. I don't know. But I definitely I thought that the Street Profits benefited from the win, and they needed it as a newer tag team, and you see what SmackDown trying to is trying to do with them too. So exactly, they definitely they definitely deserve that. Face and I don't know if we're going over segments, but I think from there we had a segment with. Uh, I can already tell that there was going to be some antics in the women's match. Like I can already tell I wasn't going to like it because we saw like a back six segment with uh, to the mm-hmm. Raw women's team and then the SmackDown women's team, and then you just saw Nia saying she's not getting tagged in to the match. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> you always have some kind of gimmick or something going on. Like we can never just have a match. We got to have something like. Somebody's at a disadvantage like here's, something. Here's the bull crap. Yeah, Here it is. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, and I think after that, we had Sami Zayn versus uh, Lashley with the Hurt Business. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, with the suits. I'm just not the biggest fan <laughs> of the Hurt Business Deacon Board suits. Uh, that's what I would call them. You know, MVP is always clean, but Shelton... Shelton... be looking Shelton crazy. Looking, it's always something with the suits, man. I just don't like it. Yeah. Like, one of them already... One of them has a dress like they went to the Steve Harvey store. The other has to go to Kohl's, <laughs> and the other one is at Men's Warehouse. I don't know. They don't buy their suits from the same yeah. place. It's just not consistent. Um, I'm not going to lie. I feel like uh, Cedric Alexander, he'd be kind of clean. He'd be clean. Though, like, yeah, that's, you can, that's why I didn't mention Cedric. He gets his suits tailored. Yeah, he, he gets his stuff tailored. He, his tailored. Like, he cares about he cares about the way he looks, and I feel like the rest of them, they're veterans, and they're just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Collecting a check. Right, right. I'm going to throw this suit on. Right. I'm going to throw this suit on from the Steve Harvey line and call it right. a day. But uh, yeah, in this match, like I don't know, because he was a surrounding, I can tell that Sammy was gonna lose. Um, it was, yeah. it was, it was, it wasn't just like a squash match, but it was like a long squash match. I don't know. Um, that yeah, that's something that I picked up on too. I was like, it's almost like an extended squash right. match, like which make you know it's gonna get squashed, but they like <laughs> draw it out a little bit more right. for time or yeah. something. Yeah, and it's like to me that reduces <laughs> the effectiveness of like having a squash match. Like you know, if Brock Lesnar is gonna squash yeah. somebody. He's gonna squash Kofi in eight seconds. You know what I mean? Like it's not gonna be uh, unfortunate. Don't bring that up. Don't bring <laughs> that up. Man. But it's like it's not gonna be like a. This is like eleven minute squash match, which means it's like it loses his effectiveness, and Bobby doesn't look as strong. So what's the point of doing it like that? Yeah, it's almost like why does it take Bobby this long to beat Lilo and Sami Zayn? Like I don't. It shouldn't take this right. long. <laughs> well, this whole entourage around him, you know, and they try to do the, the DQ thing, I guess, to give Sammy a way out and something to say it's a conspiracy, or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. You know, yeah, there wasn't much to the match besides like Sammy selling. Yeah. Like whenever he did get slammed, because a lot of the match he was like, "Oh, you can't touch right. me." 
you can't touch me. Uh-huh. Antics. And then, antics. Yeah, antics. WWE and then, like, antics. once, like, once Bobby got his hands on him, it was almost like he was being, like, getting a crab beat yeah. out of him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, I I like that. But other than that, it wasn't much to offer. It was just really long. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. I think from there you had – it was a backstage segment. It was it was uh, Jimmy and Jay uh, meet the head of the table, Roman. Um, they had Roman <laughs> being like Tupac again, which is getting hilarious. To me because <laughs> I actually wrote down what he said. He was like – Go ahead. <laughs> I can't do the, okay. I'm gonna try to do the Roman voice, but he was like, "You lost because you can't control your team. You can't control your team because they don't fear you. They don't fear you because they don't respect you. And if they don't respect you, they don't respect me. And if they don't respect me, they don't respect the family." And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "That was perfect. That was perfect." The closest to a Roman impression I can do, but I love like they're they're continuously trying to make this man look like Tupac. It's like you can already see the downfall of it before they even reach the height. Like they haven't really accomplished anything, but they're already they're definitely trying to break it up with ASAP. Yeah, I thought they were gonna do something with it to where like eventually, you know, Jimmy would join, and then maybe Naomi because Naomi's not doing anything. Where's Naomi at? Come on, she's on IG taking like selfies. Like she ain't doing. (laughs) She's chilling at the crib. On the women's team, like I don't get it. She's chilling at the crib, so she could definitely like benefit from being a part of some type of storyline. And I don't know, I just I, I like the idea of like them joining them up, and then Roman keeps saying he's head of the table, right. and then it starts to break up a little bit, and then like Jay's like, I'm gonna go call somebody, and then it's like The Rock versus Roman or something. I feel that. I, feel I, I don't that know. Could be happening. I like it that be better. Yeah. I like that better, and I feel like that's what they're going yeah. to. But it might not be what they have planned because it's WWE. My th- and my my thing is, I don't want to get my hopes up. My thing is, they didn't even get to that point to where like everybody's on board yet. It's like they're already planning the breakup. You can see it, like between Roman and yeah. Paul. Like Roman is basically on his own island. He's on his own island by himself. He's power hungry. But they mm-hmm. didn't even let the Usos get the tag titles and nothing. Like they were like immediately the breakup. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. And I think it's because like maybe they're trying to do something with Street Profits and have them hold it a little yeah, longer. That makes so sense. Keep them going. They don't. They don't switch it over, but yeah, I don't know. And then it's interesting. From here we had Oscar versus Sasha. Uh I'll be honest, like on the surface, I was not a fan of like this match, like just going to this match. Yeah. Um I know we've seen this before. Uh, yeah. I think that I, I think that Sasha needed to win more because she's still in that like proving stage. You know, but at this, mm-hmm. at the same time, Oscar's becoming more and more beatable, like She's a she former is. show of yeah. the Oscar street, street that she had, like at WrestleMania. Like that thing is gone. Like that, that Oscar yeah. no longer exists. It's like anybody can win Oscar like on any given day at this time. Um, yeah, and I feel like it happened so fast. Like that flame that she had is just no longer. It's like dim yeah. now. Like she's just another she wrestler. Charlotte and that was and it. it's sad. Yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad to see that. It's just almost like she's not even important anymore. And they build her up so well at NXT, yeah. and then Vince got a hold of her and was like. <laughs> Play up your accent. Act like you don't know. <laughs> right, how to like that's her like, thing. Like she's doing segments now. You watch documentaries with them, like their real life selves, and they're speaking great English. And it's like, why not just talk right. like that? Like, why don't they have them talk like yeah. that? But they got to go with these like different Japanese tropes and stereotypes, yeah, and fan, you know, play it up. Yes, I'm not a fan yeah. either. So. Um, yeah. yeah, not a fan at all. And and I feel like most of the time yeah. for the promo for this match, like they did it, like really it was just like Sasha versus Bailey, and oh yeah, I got this match with Oscar coming up, so. This wasn't even in like in my mind. Like it's like, oh, we got this match coming. Like I wasn't even thinking about this match. It's, it's kind of been in the background, mm-hmm. and the match kind of reflected that. So, um, yeah. yeah. I thought it was like a decent back and forth as far as the match goes, but I'm not gonna lie. Like halfway through, right. 
Right. I fell, <laughs> I, fell, I fell asleep. I fell asleep for real. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take this nap real quick. And I, it was even on purpose. I just woke up like, oh, dang. And the match is like halfway right. over. And I went back a little bit to watch it, but it still wasn't. I didn't miss anything for real. Um, it kind of, I don't know. Sometimes it feels like Asuka is just like a glorified Basically. placeholder. Like they try to until, play up her until, past until Becky gets and, the title. That is what she's doing right now. You know, mm, she could be holding it just for Becky to come back and get it. That makes sense. But wouldn't you make it important to where it means something when Becky takes right. it back? Or like, why not have like Oscar be like this scary heel character, and she's just going on a tear, and then Becky's got to come back and stop her. Like, I feel like that makes sense. Like, build yeah. up. Build her up while she while she's away, and then Becky comes back, and then she forget her, logic though. It's WWE. I don't. Um, yeah, forget yeah. forget logic. Uh, I think so. They show they did show uh, like the, the gobbly gooker. I think is his name. That's getting <laughs> <laughs> the straight face. And the gobbly R truth and like the ninja. I think pin the the gobbly gooker, and then R truth hit him yeah. with a bag of seeds, and then got it back for the forty fifth time. Like not even joking, he's the forty fifth time champion. It's like. You might as well make this belt out of plastic, like you know. Um, again, I think I said last time. I hate that this isn't like the twenty four the uh, hardcore title. This is just like I don't know. What this is Archer's title. So anytime anybody other than yeah. Archer has it, it's just you know, you know he's about to lose it. I don't know. I feel like I feel sorry, not sorry for Archer, but it's almost like he was very serious yeah, at one versus, point. Versus not always Cena serious. And he always, the, the game, yeah. yeah. Like he at one point he was serious and there's spots where like he does like great stuff. He can oh, tell yeah. he's talented and he can do a lot as far as like the acting yeah. range, but they just don't take him seriously. And it's almost like I'm afraid to see his retirement mm. speech and like him at the Hall of Fame and being like, I'm a fifty time twenty four seven champion and that's like his claim to fame when like he's done like a lot of stuff and he's been wrestling since like the nineties, right. I feel like. So yeah. he's done a lot, he's had a historic he- career. And I just feel like it kind of ends. Yeah, really, he deserves really a lot more respect. I feel like they would almost have him he does. in his Hall of Fame speech. He would come out during somebody's match to give a speech. And then you're like, oh, my bad. You know what I mean? Like, he deserves more than that, bro. <laughs> like, get his man yeah. like a U.S. title shot. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, my bad, dog. I don't know y'all was. Y'all fighting? I didn't know y'all was fighting. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't nobody want to see that. Um, but uh, I think after this, we had the women's. This was the actual women's match. Where it was because uh, they replaced two of the, the women from Raw. I think because originally you had uh, who was it got, that got replaced? I think Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose got. It was because uh, yeah, by Peyton Rose, <laughs> Peyton, <laughs> Peyton Rose, and uh, and uh, who was it? Um, Lacey Evans. Lacey. So okay, so the final <laughs> so the final match card they had was Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Peyton Royce, Lacey Evans, and Lana versus Bailey, Bianca, Liv Morgan, Ruby Wright, and Natalia. Um, I think what what led up to that was Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler attacked Mandy Rose and um, what's her name? Man, <laughs> this is bad. This is not good. This is not good. That we can't remember. <laughs> It was Manny that's Rose how and Dana Brooke. Like so again, so they, that's how again that's how unimportant they are. They just put two blondes yeah. in the tag team and had them lifting weights backstage, but they're not really in anything <laughs> memorable right now. Um, yeah, they're just there, and they could have utilized and benefited from a role in the Survivor Series match. Like have them dominate, like they're the new like tag team, or have them turn on Nia yeah. and Shayna in the match. I don't know, like yeah. do something in my them. mind. Yeah, it's in so my mind, easy. the logic behind like them replacing them and getting attacked is now they're going to demand a tag team title match, you know, um, against them. You know, yeah. Still, we didn't like, make the match. 
they should have they should have just booked them in a match and kept it as is. Uh, I don't know what they were doing with Lacey. Uh, again, somebody else I think that WWE is completely given up on. Um, but now you have um, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke in mm-hmm. place. Um, that, I don't I don't know about this. Like as far as the quality <laughs> quality of the overall match, uh, I was kind of watching for botches and stuff like that happens in these kind of matches. Yo, uh, I think this, there was a superplex Yo. on the outside, like from. Uh, I think Peyton gave Bailey a superplex outside, and I was just watching it. Um, Storytelling wise, you know, eh, you know, they made Bailey the the team captain, and then she gets eliminated first. Like I don't get it. Um, yeah, Natalia also sense. spends her what like three weeks now, three or four weeks trying to get on the team, and she gets eliminated second again. I don't get it. Um, what's the point of having yeah. her fight for three weeks just to get eliminated second? Yeah. Then they had uh, what like. They asked Lana yeah. to stand back, yeah, don't, like, get, don't involved. get involved, don't get in the match. And I was like, okay. And I was just thinking, like, maybe she'll, like, try to secure the win at the end. And, you know, she does something, but it didn't <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> she was just standing there and walked in and was like, I got the win. And then for me, it was like, okay, you got her getting slammed nine to weeks, tables nine weeks by Nia Jax for nine weeks in a row. And the whole time I was like, Lana's got to – do something in this match to where like she changes this and the storyline makes sense to where she takes over in the match at the end and she like performs right, very perf- well shows perform, off her wrestling yeah. skills outperforms like Bianca because Bianca is like a big deal and she can wrestle and she's athletic if she beats somebody like that at the end I feel like, like that would mean yeah, more for like, Lana's character but she just kind of ha- she just happened to win it and it was almost like did they not want anybody yeah. to be pinned by her like it, that was trash. It was. It was made, I think. I think they made it the sole survivor because Bianca was fighting Nia, and um, they got double yeah. disqualified. Like they got kind of, um, Yeah, and then Shayna was disqualified with the. She's doing the her yeah. submission finisher, and then her. I think it was. Uh, trying to think it was Bianca's yeah, arm she and just the rope, like a, and then Shayna yeah. got disqualified, and I was like, why not just have Shayna? Get pinned, or you know what I mean, or do they not want her to for, get pinned? That it, yeah. it made no for sense. No that was a terrible match, all I said is this is complete garbage. Uh, <laughs> that's really all, that's really all I have to say about the match. Um, I wrote yeah, terrible complete. at the end of my notes. It was just like it's terrible, terrible, just terrible. Uh, terrible. I think we had Roman versus Drew next, um, and it sounded mm-hmm. in the main event. Main so event. it sounded like. They were booking Roman as like the favorite to win, just like here in the commentary as far as what they were saying. It sounded like they were saying like it, if Drew won, yeah. it would be upset. Um, I don't know. Like from the jump, it felt like. So I'll, I'll talk about the the rest of the match later. But from the jump, this felt like one of those slow, physical, methodical matches that Vince loves. That like they we're not gonna get like big spots. They're just gonna be doing like chest chops and clubbing bows and calculated <laughs> chin locks or whatever Michael Cole says to get Randy Orton over slashes. And groaning. <laughs> Arr, but I knew, I knew that's what we were basically getting. Um, <laughs> they tried to give it like a WrestleMania feel, but the first 10 or 11 first 10 or 11 minutes in the match, like they were just doing, you know, rear chin locks and it felt a little slow. Uh, yeah. I got mad at uh, commentary. They were like, look at them playing the mind uh, games with each other. And I'm like, they're literally just glaring at each other. They're not. There's not no there, mind bro. games. Like, I don't see no, I don't see no Jake the Snake, Randy right. Orton mind games going on in this match right now. Like, they just stare at each other. Like, <laughs> I'm angry with you. One thing, yeah. <laughs> Take this suplex, though. Like, I just, I don't know. I didn't. 
Yeah, one thing I noted that I was kind of upset about is like at one point Michael Cole said, "How humiliating would it be if Reigns taps out to the WWE champion?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like, how is that humiliating? Like, if Drew beats Roman by submission, like, I don't know. Um, it's just, I don't know. Commentary yeah. can be off sometimes. Um, I think just terrible. Terrible. Um, I think Drew was it. Roman kicked out of the Future Shock, and I was like, "Whoa, what?" You know, um, and then because I was going to be upset if Roman just hits one spear and he wins, you know. Um, and I think Roman, what, like Samoa dropped him through the table or something. Um, That's yeah. what piqued my interest. Like the whole match right. was but that super picked, dry. It picked up from the table it, spot, it, and I think he speared him through the bar- barricade. Yeah, yeah. Those that's those are the two spots that picked up my okay. interest and I was like, Oh, like they're wrestling. Okay. But the whole match it just felt dry <laughs> like it needed milk. And usually like with like <laughs> with Roman's last match with Jay, there was like so much commentary yeah. and dramatics going on that it was like entertaining in a way. And I feel like they didn't really do that in this one. I'm like, they could have benefited from some type of commentary and even the commentary team, they felt kind of dry too until you know, they got slammed through, bar- like, Drew got slammed through the barricade and everything, and they were like, oh, my God, and then, like, okay, now up. it's like, there's actual wrestling and action happening right now. I can be entertained by this, but it shouldn't have took right. that long for it to get entertaining. That sl- slow yeah. build did nothing for the match. It did. Like. And when uh, Drew kicked out of the spear, yeah. me and that made them equal, I was like, okay, you know, they're both, right, we're building both of them to be, be like, a big thing. Um, it was a little weird with Roman talking to himself mm-hmm. through the match. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it was. I think there was a moment the ref, like, so the moment the ref went down, I immediately knew, okay, Jay's on the way. Like, Jay is immediately. Yeah, but what I was thinking, (laughs) I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. But what I was thinking is that Jay was gonna gonna be on the way and he was gonna screw up the match for Roman. I was like, oh, this boy's gonna get fired. Like, that's it, you know. Um, But he actually ended (laughs) up helping him with the, I think he did a a super kick and Roman got a low blow, uh, what, spear or something like that. Submission rule. I wasn't mad at that finish. I wasn't mad at that finish just because like yeah. Roman is a heel now, and I feel like it made sense. Like usually, yeah. like with stuff like that, I'm like, what? But it just made sense because they're trying to build on that Roman yeah. heel character some more. And I wasn't shocked either that Jay came out. I just, I had a feeling it was gonna happen. Even when he's he was like, uh, like go he's home, not- leave the stadium. I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, he's gonna come back and he's gonna come back and help out. And I kind of was happy. I liked that uh, he accepted yeah. Jay at the end. Because when he first got to the ramp, he was like, I told you to leave. Like, he kind of sat under his so breath. <laughs> and then, like, he walked up there. <laughs> That's my someone's voice. I, I thought I told you to leave. And then uh, <laughs> he got out there to Jay, and he, like, yeah. kind of embraced him. And then he was like, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but I, for a minute, I was like, he going to hug him, and right. he's going to slam him, and that's it. Like, that's going to be, like, the new feud. Yeah. It's going to be Jay versus Roman. And I feel like at this point, like, they probably should do it, but I wouldn't be mad if they built towards yeah. a rock versus Roman thing too. But it could go either way for me. I just I like it; it's entertaining. But I'm also like, right. what's next? Like y'all are building this kind of weird. Like what? What's the yeah. end goal for this one? Um, and I think from here you had yeah. what the so the final match wasn't even a match. I mean that was a final match. But you had the Undertaker's <laughs> farewell. Yeah. Um, I will say this: mm-hmm. I'm glad that they did it this way. Um. I think they yeah. had a bunch of. I mean, I wasn't a fan of the long interests because you you had like you had Shane, Big Show, Jeff Hardy, McFoley, Godfather, The Goblin, Savio Vega, Rikishi, Kevin Nash, Booker T, HBK, Ric Flair, Triple H, Kane. You know, Kane only one coming out in uh, actual mm-hmm. wrestling gear. Um, but you know, I think they, they all came out <laughs> and the announcer spoke on all the great matches and friendships they had with, with Taker. 
Um, I'm glad that they did it this way versus them mm-hmm. trying to get a match in with somebody um, just to give the Undertaker an uninterrupted yeah. farewell. Because, you know, honestly, like I was hearing mm-hmm. that he was going to have a match and I don't think the Undertaker should rare, share the ring with anybody. Like, because uh, I was hearing like uh, mm-hmm. you know, Lars or Darren Corbin or they might have a guy come out, you know, because they always try to get cheap heat when somebody's retiring. Uh, and, and unfortunately, the WWE will have that guy like they'll have the Undertaker like lose his last match. Like that's what <laughs> that's just what they do. They try to get the they got to get heat on him and, you know, give him kind of momentum going yeah. forward. You know, because it happened with Kurt Angle. It happened with Rick Flair. I think it happened with Shawn Michaels. Like everybody loses their, their last match when they retire just to give another guy a push. And I don't think that anybody right. deserves to get that from the Undertaker. So I'm fine with them doing a speech and mm-hmm. just, you know, leaving it as is. Yeah. I liked it too. Um, it was just good to see all the legends come out and kind of come out and hear the stories and stuff. Or like if there's a kid that's watching and doesn't even know the history of Undertaker for real and they just started watching wrestling, I feel like it kind of give them it gives them like a background behind Undertaker, who he was and who he wrestled. Um, I th- yeah, I'm happy that they did this for Taker as well. Just because like <laughs> if they would do a match, like a one more match thing or WrestleMania or something, I would have been like, right. Bruh, no. We don't want to see this man wrestle in the ring no more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's done. He's After done. the whole son. Saudi Arabia thing with uh, what is it, Goldberg or whatever he fought, man, I was like, okay, let's, Goldberg, let's not yeah. have him in the ring again. That's just it's like, yeah. yeah, you look like you're sixty. <laughs> but uh, but the, the, the Paul Bear uh, hologram was, was dope too. Yeah, the Paul Bear hologram was dope, and then like Taker's little speech and character, and him not really saying too much. I don't know why, but like for Survivor Series, I had this like anxiety feeling that they were going to do a situation to where maybe Seth Rollins or somebody was going to leave the Survivor Series match and be like, I'm not wrestling. And then they were going to have Undertaker come out to wrestle a last Survivor Series match. I was worried about that for a second. I was like, please don't do this. Just get this man his flowers and let him go. And it was it was cool. The interest was cool. They had a little extra themes to it. And it's five minutes longer than usual. It's already long. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's, it's definitely good to see, like, you know, Undertaker retire. And you know, he's been a pivotal part of, like, me as a wrestling fan, just seeing him wrestle. He's a wrestler, like, my entire existence. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for the last 30, 40 years. So it was nice to see him going out on top and to just see this icon finally, like I was saying earlier, just kind of get his flowers and get his respect as, you know, icon in the wrestling business. Um, so, if we're, if we're rating it, um, yeah. I think I'm going to go ahead and give my rating. Um, this is going to be generous, so I'm generously giving them a three, uh, just because of all the silly stuff that went mm-hmm. on. Um, Big E not being included in the men's yeah. match, so Seth Rollins just taking a bro kick to the face. <sighs> um, team SmackDown, <laughs> eat <laughs> <Team> that boot. <laughs> team eat SmackDown that boot. just getting obliterated for another year. Lana winning the women's match. Sammy versus Lashley was meh. You know, like when you think about it, like the overall pay per view. You know, I think the one good match that really delivered was New Day versus Street Profits. Uh, and there were some some decent yeah. spots in the, in the men's tag team match, you know, on how they made certain guys on SmackDown look good individually, you know, but only to get crushed. Uh, but I, I can't give this anything more than a three. That seems too high. Uh, and I don't want to give it like, I don't know if I want to mm-hmm. give it a two, but, you know, I would say a generous three is what I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I'm leaving it at a three to like a 2.5, but I almost don't even want to give it a 2.5 just because the Undertaker. And I feel like the New Day and Street Profits match was just so good that it kind of knocked it up to a three for me. But there were just some spots and some stuff where I was like, this is just like, this doesn't make sense. Like, where do you go from here? 
where do you go from here? Like y'all, like it, you can you can kind of see like Vince don't know what he doing. He's just doing stuff he likes to do. <laughs> like he's like, no, we did it in '96, <laughs> so let's do something different this year. Like I feel like that's what he'd be doing. Like that's what he'd be doing. But um, yeah, it's just it was just okay. Um, but the Undertaker and the Street Profits and the New Day definitely mm-hmm. saved it for me. So yeah. yeah, three out of five. Well, that's been another episode of the Awful Wrestling Podcast. And please do remember, if you did not like this episode. You cannot say we did not tell you it's going to be trash Reserve. from the jump. <laughs> Listen to the episode. Peace. See y'all next time. One. One. It's going to be about 35 minutes.